Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about five things that you can use or five therapies that you can use um, in lieu of or in place of thyroid medication. Now I need to be very careful when we're talking about this sort of topic because there's a lot of people who might hear what I'm saying and think, okay, great, now I have a solution and I don't have to take my thyroid medication anymore. That's not what I'm talking about here, okay? In fact, even if that is the case that you can get off of your thyroid medication, you would want to do it in a slow and a controlled way, wherein you would start the therapy that you uh, might be able to wean down on your medication, you'd continue with it, and then you would slowly, incrementally decrease your thyroid medication over time. So, but I do still want to talk about these therapies because I think they're really important and I think they're very powerful for thyroid patients. So you need to be aware of them, but at the same time, you need to be cautious in how you use them and don't think that these are just absolute replacements for thyroid medication. Like you start this and you can stop that. That's not really how this works. So now that I have that warning out of the way, let's talk about these five powerful therapies that you could potentially think about using or, or maybe consider using if you have thyroid conditions or low, low thyroid function. So if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs. I'm an internist. I specialize in, helping, specialize in helping people treat thyroid problems, helping people with hormone imbalances, and of course, helping people lose weight. So let's get into our topic today. And as I mentioned, that would be, let's get this pen, five therapies that you can use potentially, and I use keyword potentially here, in lieu of or instead of your thyroid medication. And again, this isn't really something that that I think about a lot, but I know it's a, something that you guys think about a lot because it's a question that I receive almost every single day. Now, I think the better way to approach managing your thyroid is to try and find the condition or um, the problem that is causing your thyroid to be diminished or to not function properly and treat that problem and not consider that, you know, and not consider it in such a way that you need to replace something in your body forever. Um, having said that, this is sort of the way that some of you look at this, so I'm gonna answer this question the way that you guys are looking at it. So one of the first things that I would consider in doing this, um, it, one of the most powerful therapies that you can use would be something called thyroid glandulars. Okay. Now I'm going to describe it to you and I want you to think in your head what this sounds like. And in fact, well, we'll, we'll kind of come down here. I'll put a little star around here because it's going to make sense in just a second. So a thyroid glandular is an over-the-counter supplement. So it's OTC. Does not require a prescription to get this. It's an over-the-counter supplement, um, which uh, basically what it is is it's ground up thyroid gland from an animal source, usually, usually a bovine, and it's desiccated and dried up and put into a powder form and then given to a patient to take as an over-the-counter supplement. Now, what does that sound like to you as a thyroid patient? Well, it's a sound a lot like the thyroid medication natural desiccated thyroid, right? And it is almost that exact same thing with one exception. It does not have T4 and T3. So in the United States, and this may not be true in other countries, I don't actually know, um, but in the United States, these are considered prescription medications. So you can still have the NDT you know, supplement, but it cannot have these active thyroid hormones in it. So what uh, formulators of these supplements do is they just straight up remove those active components. So instead of becoming a prescription medication, it now contains all of the other things that would be inside of that thyroid gland of the animal, minus, so this is a big subtraction sign, minus the T4 and the T3, which are the prescription component or the prescription medication inside of that. So it looks a lot like NDT, which we're gonna talk about on number five. So you can imagine if this is essentially, you know, 90% of the way there to NDT, why it might be effective. Now I've been critical of thyroid glandulars in the past. Um, because I've seen a couple of people who have had negative reactions while using it. And then I think also there's another issue is if you don't get it formulated in the United States, it, there's no guarantee that they're going to exclude these active thyroid components. So you could be getting what I would refer to as a dirty 
thyroid glandular, which does include random amounts of T4 and T3 in it, which can be very confusing and, and potentially dangerous if you're taking more thyroid prescription than you actually know you're taking. So I have been critical of it in the past, but there are ways to get around that by buying it only from uh, people who formulate it in the US and who have third-party testing and verification. So you can get around that, okay? Um, now, but one of the other things that you should know about these glandulars is that even though they are at least somewhat similar to NDT, they don't contain the active thyroid hormone, but they do contain a lot of other um, probably thyroid hormone precursors, proteins, enzymes, other things that are found in your gland um, that are probably helping your thyroid to function that we just don't really know about. So most of us only consider the active components T4 and T3 when we look at your thyroid gland, but there's so much more in there. There's hundreds of proteins and enzymes and precursors to thyroid hormone. All these sorts of things are in there that we just don't even know what they do yet. Um, and so we can't say that they're good or bad, but a lot of people who start these things do feel better. So obviously they're playing some important role. We just don't know what that role is. We haven't defined it quite yet. But having said that, thyroid glandulars are an over-the-counter supplement, which you can potentially use provided um, that you get it in the right place, remember, and you don't want it to have any T4 or T3 in it. Because if it did have that in it, then it would be considered NDT and that would be a prescription medication, which again, we'll talk about in a minute. So that's probably you know one of the most important things that, that you can take if you're sick and tired of taking your thyroid medication or whatever it is. But again, do not just take these and then drop down on your thyroid medication. You're gonna have a lot of problems and that could potentially be dangerous. And there are some of you, no matter what, that will have to be on thyroid medication for the rest of your life. So don't take that approach. This must be done with your doctor's help. Yeah, I don't want anyone doing this and you know doing anything crazy. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is, in, it's similar to thyroid glandulars, but it is uh, adrenal glandulars. So the same process we talked about here, Remember, we take out the gland of the thyroid from, a, from an animal source, uh, we dry it up, we mash it up, we stick it in capsules, and then you, the humans swallow it. The, um, we're doing the same thing here, but instead of the thyroid gland, we're now using the adrenal gland. And I just had a video, I don't know, maybe last week or so, that talked about the connection between the thyroid gland and the adrenal gland, and the importance between these two things. So what I'll briefly say here is that adrenal glandulars are very powerful. Um, I use them in a lot of thyroid patients and I have a lot of great success in doing in using them. Now, I'm usually using them in concert with thyroid medication and, and some other therapies. Um, that's a different story, but I do wanna say that they are powerful and they can be used as a natural therapy to help boost your thyroid. And they do that much you know, in the same way that the thyroid glandulars are working. They're containing proteins and enzymes and, and precursors to hormones such as cortisol um, and probably some other, uh, other hormones that your adrenal glands produce inside of this over-the-counter supplement, which again, this is OTC. Um, and so when you take these, it's probably helping to support your thyroid in the process. Even though it's not directly impacting your thyroid, it is in sort of a roundabout, you know, indirect sort of way. So again, thyroid glandulars, adrenal glandulars, very powerful over-the-counter supplements. Um, I have adrenal glandular supplements uh, that I uh, recommend and use. I don't have any supplements which contain thyroid glandulars, although I'm looking into that. Um, again, I just think they need to be used correctly um, and formulated correctly in order to be effective. So I've, I've just been a little uh, gun shy on that for now. Um, but number two would be adrenal glandulars. Um, so remember that. Number three is iodine. So iodine is kind of interesting. Uh, there's a lot of, let's say, uh, misinformation about iodine. I think that's a, a good way of putting it. A lot of thyroid patients are confused. Um, they think iodine is harmful to their thyroid. They're afraid to use it. Um, meanwhile, iodine, no matter what you know, anyone says or no matter what you hear, iodine is essential. Okay, Essential means you have to have it. And as a human, you cannot produce it. You must consume it in some way. That means you either need to get it from your food or you need to take an over-the-counter supplement. And if you don't have iodine, you cannot produce T4 and T3. 
So this four right here from T4 and this three right here from T3, that is the uh, number of iodine subunits inside the hormone. So if you don't have, let's say four iodide molecules to create thyroid hormone T4, you're gonna have something like T1 or T2. Uh, in reality, you're just not going to have any thyroid, but you kind of get what I'm saying. These are all the thyroid hormones, T1, T2, T3, and T4, and they're called that because of the, the number of iodine molecules that each one has. So if you don't have iodine, you're not going to be able to make these as efficiently. So you have a lot of patients who, who, probably, who do have true low thyroid function or hypothyroidism, but it's not because of some other issue. It's just simply because they cannot produce it. Um, and so this is playing a role, this is the primary cause of hypothyroidism in, in some patients for sure. And it's also playing a, a damaging role in others. So, you know, where you fit on that spectrum is hard to tell. You know, you kind of have to look at it on an individual basis, but you should be aware that iodine is very, very important and can be used as a supplement to help, you know, in some cases reverse uh, thyroid disease. Now, there, there is a number of new studies that are coming out, which are showing that certain patients, then these patients tend to be, you know, in their older years in life. So they're, you know, tend to be elderly and in nursing homes and things like this. And these patients have been on thyroid medication just for decades, you know, basically forever. And no one knows, well, not forever, but nobody really knows. We don't have the charts to follow back and figure out why was this person ever placed on thyroid hormone to begin with? And what they started to do is they started to pull these patients off of their thyroid medication. And many of them, in fact, a, a high percentage of them didn't even need the thyroid medication. So whatever caused their thyroid problem back in the day, you know, either wasn't relevant now or got fixed in the process or whatever, you know, maybe their demand for thyroid hormone went down over, over their life, but they were fine thereafter. So these are, that's sort of the population that I'm speaking to right now. If you've had your thyroid removed um, surgically with via thyroidectomy, if you've had it ablated via re radioactive iodine ablation, or if you have end-stage Hashimoto's, these, these can still be used, but they're not going to be, you know, curative in that sense. You can't, you know, replace thyroid glandulars for thyroid hormones such as level thyroxine or synthroid, but they can be used in addition to that medicine, those medicines. Okay, another one here is essential oils. So essential oils are kind of interesting. They're, I would rank them in terms of you know, uh, power and efficacy much less than these ones up here, these three, but they still have some use. I still think that you can use certain essential oils, um, especially lavender comes to mind. Um, and these essential oils work by, basically what happens is as you smell them, they're triggering certain... Um, changes in your neurology as a result of that smell that can alter genetic transcription. So it can actually change your DNA a little bit. Um, well, it doesn't change your DNA, but it changes the transcription of certain proteins and enzymes, and that's how they're working. So they're obviously not going to be, you know, you can't take essential oils and grow back your thyroid, but certain things like lavender can help reduce cortisol, which affects your adrenals. And so you can affect it in a roundabout way. So you should be aware of their use. And the thing is, the reason why I like them is they're, they're pretty cheap. Um, and they're, you know, even if they're not as effective, they're, there's no harm in using them, you know? So thyroid glandulars, if used incorrectly, could potentially be harmful, but you're really not, I mean, unless you swallow a hot oil or, or something like that, you're really not in any danger of the oil harming you, generally speaking. So essential oils are, are something that you should consider. I have a blog post where I go over the individual essential oils that, that can be used and their various, you know, uh, benefits. So I would encourage you, if you're interested in that, to go look at that blog post and I'll have the link below. And then the last one here is NDT. So I made the rules here. Uh, so I've included it, but really it's not a, I, I mean, this one is kind of a stretch to include it as number five here because, you know, many of you probably already know it is a thyroid medication and I'm saying, what could you use instead of thyroid medications? But I'm including a thyroid medication here, but I, I made up the rule. So I'm including it here and here's why. So natural desiccated thyroid is very similar to thyroid glandulars, except it has the T4 and the T3 component. Remember those are removed if you're taking thyroid glandulars, the supplement, but they're included if you're taking natural desiccated thyroid, the prescription medication.
So I do think there's a lot of benefit to using this particular medication, especially if you're on something like T4, level thyroxin, Synthroid, any of those T4 only medicines. So there's a lot of benefit to use this. And I think a lot of patients really do consider it more natural than the synthetic versions like um, Synthroid and level thyroxin. Um, I, I think that that's not a great, there's not a great argument to make that it's more natural than those because it's coming from an animal versus, you know, it's not coming from a human, it's coming from an animal. Um, but, and they all look the same at the biological level, but well, I'm not going to get into that right now. But I do think you should be aware of NDT as a potential solution. So if you're somebody who is, you know, at the end of your rope and you're sick and tired of on, being on Synthroid or level thyroxine, you know, go ahead and try these things, but also try to get your doctor to switch your medication to something like natural desiccated thyroid. And that could make a, and probably will, by the way, make a big difference for you as it has many other people. Um, and I've looked at a bunch of these studies and there's almost always a preference for NDT, a significant and statistical uh, difference and preference for NDT over other medications like Synthroid and level thyroxine. So obviously patients prefer and like this medicine compared to those other ones. So there you have it. These are, these are you know, five potential options that you can consider to use instead of um, traditional thyroid medications. But remember, don't try these and get off of your thyroid medications. I'm not recommending that you do that. If you have a desire to get off of your thyroid medication, first determine if you are somebody who can, right? There are several people who cannot no matter what because their thyroid's been surgically removed or ablated or damaged completely by Hashimoto. So you have to figure out where you fit on that spectrum before you do this. Um, because again, if you pull yourself off thyroid medication and your body can't produce it, that could lead to some serious problems. So a better, a better idea or a better way to approach this would be, let's use this in conjunction with whatever thyroid medication you're using. See how you feel three to four months down the line, recheck your labs, and if you can, okay, well then maybe you can decrease your medication at that point. Um, but don't do it unless you're absolutely certain, and don't do it unless you have your doctor helping you along the way. Otherwise, you know, you could run into some problems. So if you've used any of these therapies below, leave a comment below. I want to hear about it. Um, I love hearing from you guys and, and your experiences and your stories. I think there's a lot of thyroid patients out there who are struggling, who think that they're alone. And when they hear the comments from you guys, it's like, you know, a light bulb goes off and they realize they aren't alone. There's a lot of other people who have experienced similar issues and problems. And I think it's just really helpful for those people. So do leave your comments, especially if you used any of these or if you have any questions and I'll do my best to get them. And lastly, make sure if you haven't already to download my free PDF thyroid resources. I have at least eight downloadable things, uh, resources and guides and things like that that you can download for free, all designed to help you as a thyroid patient. I think you'll love those. So go ahead and download those if you haven't already. You'll have a, I'll have a link below. And otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next one.